This is the Excellent Reception Podcast. All right, is everybody ready? Hey, I'm your host, Little Dave, and welcome to another episode of Excellent Reception, the podcast where we talk about timeless music and why it's so amazing. Before we get started, make sure you subscribe to us on iTunes, Stitcher, and wherever else podcasts are available. Please take the time to leave a review. These help push up our rankings in the podcast charts so more people can discover excellent reception also once you're finished this episode please listen back to the previous episode which we talked about rapper positive k and the secret behind his song i got a man so let's get started when you look at an artist's career on the surface it can sometimes appear like their success came overnight in reality it took years of working on their craft and struggling in the music business to get to a point where the world is finally ready to recognize their talent. As we look at some of our favorite new artists from the last few years, it is sometimes overlooked that their history goes back way beyond what we know. Sometimes the project that we think is their debut album may just be the latest entry into a huge body of work. This time on Excellent Reception, we are going to explore the early works of some of our favorite modern music makers. On this episode, we are talking about Anderson Pack, Subtract, Yukimi Nagano of Little Dragon, Katranada, and Noel Skaggs of Fitz and the Tantrums. This is the Excellent Reception Podcast. I remember the first time it hit me how dope Anderson Pack is. It happened the very first time I heard a song called Suede, which he made with a producer named Knowledge, as the first song of their No Worries collaboration. Uh, smoothing them up, oh. Suede on the inside, candy paint, candy paint. I ain't gotta tell you what the rims look like, look. It was hard not to take notice of his raspy singing voice, swagger, and overall style which fit him somewhere between neo-soul hippie and pipped-out player. Soon after the song dropped, the buzz around Anderson was at a fever pitch, and anticipation rose for what many would consider to be his debut album, Malibu. Malibu was the perfect introduction to who Anderson Pack was as an artist. It was easy to see that he was no novice, and he had total mastery over his voice. On this album, he worked his magic over tracks by producers like Madlib, Pomo, and High Tech, all while weaving through different vocal styles from balladry to rhyming to gritty soul singing. Two years prior to Malibu, Anderson released an album called Venice, which was the actual debut album under the name Anderson Pack. But before he was Anderson Pack, he was also known as Breezy Lovejoy. Under this moniker, he recorded some of his earliest albums, OBE Volume 1 and Lovejoy, all under the guidance of Shafiq Hussein of Sarah Creative Partners. 
He also recorded multiple EPs and performed a variety of collaborations going all the way back to 2009. Of all this early material, it's the EP that Anderson Pack made called Cover Art that hit me the hardest. This project was based around the fact that a lot of white musicians in the 1950s gained fame by covering songs by black blues and soul artists. So he decided to cover well-known songs by white rock artists and give them a soulful twist. On this project, he covers songs like the White Stripes, Seven Nation Army, and Toto's Hold the Line. The standout track from the album for me is his cover of the Yeah, Yeah, Yeah's classic, Maps. On this version, Anderson extracts all the soul from the lyrics and brings it to the surface. mysterious masked electronic music man known as Subtract drew a lot of attention when his 2011 self-titled album hit the scene. It featured his own unique style of formless synthesizer-based music that was just as emotional and sincere 
as it was defiant and abstract. This project featured a track with singer Jessie Ware right before she hit it big with her own mainstream success. It also featured the heavyweight lead single, Wildfire, which featured the voice of Little Dragon's Yokimi Nagano. The song got even bigger once superstar Canadian rapper Drake decided to put a few verses on it. Uh, what's up? Real nigga doing real stuff. Get a lot of money, you can never get enough. And you know the new shit sounds so tough. So-and-so just walked in, so what? The most notable songs on this album were the collaborations between Subtract and singer-piano virtuoso Sampha. The mixture of Sampha's deeply expressive vocal stylings and Subtract's off-kilter production techniques melded together seamlessly into one of the most distinctive sounds of the past decade. After the success of his self-titled debut album, Subtract went on to collaborate and remix Adele, M.I.A., Radiohead, ASAP Ferg, and many more, as well as release two more albums. But instead of going on about that, let's go back and look at his earlier work. The earliest Subtract material can be found on a variety of limited edition and largely vinyl-only EPs, singles, and remixes that he released between 2009 and 2011. On songs like Jamlock from the Subtract EP, he tweaks his way through a post-dubstep era dance floor tune. While on Evening Glow, he and Sampha experiment with deep textures, twitching percussion, and tape-delayed vocals. The thing not a lot of people know is that there was life before Subtract. In the early days, before he donned a mask, Subtract was a humble DJ, producer, and drummer who went by the name Aaron Jerome. He made a name for himself by producing a much more organic sounding music with the globally influenced style and drum-centered arrangements. Some of his most notable work during this time included a sublime rework of Little Dragons twice and a heavy-handed remix of the Latin Boogaloo classic, I Like It Like That, by Pete Rodriguez. Aaron released his original debut album, Time to Rearrange, in 2007 with the help of BBE Records. This album exists in a whole other realm from his work as Subtract. Instead of darkly textured electronics, Aaron's sound was warm and jazzy and heavily molded in the image of the old records he was hearing while working at London's If Music Record Store. My favorite track from Time to Rearrange was his beautiful collaboration with singer Andrea Triana called Angel Lady. This song evokes the spirit of Eastern influence cosmic jazz with just a hint of bossa nova percussion. 
Gothenburg, Sweden-based electronic R&B band Little Dragon dropped on the scene with their self-titled debut album in 2007 and introduced a whole new sound to the music world. Their songs combine deep melodic keyboards, loose drums, abstract synth work, and the angelic bellowing of the lead singer's voice to create warm and welcoming compositions that inspire feelings of innocence and fun. There was something special about their sound that quickly attracted a multitude of dedicated fans. In the years that followed, they released three more albums, Machine Dreams, Ritual Union, and Nabumba Rubber Band. With each and every project, you can hear them reworking and refining their sound to help advance it to the next level. Somehow they accomplish this successfully every time without losing any of the magic. The band members originally joined forces as Little Dragon in high school, way back in 1996. But the world didn't get to hear their work until 10 years later when they released their first seven inch single for their beloved song, Twice. Was it the light waves, so frightening? Was it a two wheels, one mirror holding a steering Little Dragon's lead singer, Yokemi Nagano, made a name for herself throughout the years before the band started releasing their own music. Yokemi's enchanted voice could be heard 
over some of the most beautiful songs of the new jazz and future soul scenes of the late 90s and early 2000s. During these early years, she created music with artists like Heard, Sleepwalker, Stateless, Geology, and of course, we have to mention her groundbreaking work with Coop on songs like Summer Sun. Let's listen to her collaboration with Japanese producer Shuya Okino called Pieces of You, which also features production and instrumentation from Digo of Four Hero fame.
Hits Reception. The Haitian-born, but Montreal-based hip-hop producer known as Keitronada has established himself as the go-to guy for extremely danceable tracks with heavy drums and a fun-loving vibe. Some of today's most buzzworthy new artists like Mick Jenkins, Gold Link, Anderson Pack, Chance the Rapper, and more have looked to him to lend his magic touch to their albums and remixes of their songs. In the spring of 2016, his first proper studio album, 99.9%, hit the scene, and Keitronada's status quickly went from underground beat dude to industry player overnight. Keitronada is the product of the post-Dilla era, a time period after the passing of legendary hip-hop producer Jay Dilla, where young bedroom producers flooded the internet with their beats in honor of their fallen idol. Using resources like MySpace, Facebook, Reddit, and Tumblr, these upstart music makers assembled a community amongst each other and built a fan base for their work. Having a network of hungry beat enthusiasts helped provide the fuel many of these teenage producers needed to make hundreds of beats and fully develop their own signature styles. Keitronada's own sound is deeply rooted in hip-hop sample chopping and drum programming techniques but he mixes that with elements of house, boogie funk, and electro. There are two defining traits of his music that can be found on pretty much all of his tracks. First are the monstrously hard drums. Second is his obsessive use of side chain compression, a studio technique that he uses to lower the volume of some of the main audio tracks whenever the kick drum hits. This causes the melodic parts of the song to feel like they are constantly pulsating. This method was also used by many of the French house music producers in the late 90s and early 2000s to create the subgenre known as the French Touch, which was made famous by artists like Daft Punk and Mr. Wazoo. Early on, the presence of Keitronada was only known to a select few music heads who happened to be really in touch with the underground until people started to catch wind of his epic, unofficial remix of Janet Jackson's classic song, If. By the time his album, 99.9%, came out, he had already released an enormous body of work out onto the world. A lot of it under his old alias, Keitradamus. There are at least 13 albums and well over 40 unofficial and official remixes floating out there. Let's listen to a song called Untitled 85 from one of his older beat tapes. Diamonds on the beat. 
Inception Podcast. The Los Angeles band, known as Fits in the Tantrums, have captured the attention of music fans with their own special blend of pop and soul music. The music they make is rooted in a soul revival sound, but it's easy to see that they are constantly pushing away from the restrictions of that genre. They stepped onto the music scene in a big way with their debut album, Pick Up the Pieces, hitting number one on the Billboard Heatseekers chart and landing a tour as the opening act for Maroon 5. An opportunity that sprung from Adam Levine, the lead singer of Maroon 5, hearing their first EP while getting a tattoo. Their most recent self-titled album kicked off with the lead single, Hand Clap, which has since gone on to earn a gold record and be used in various commercials and TV shows. You don't even know. I can make your hands clap. One of the things that stands out about Fitz and the Tantrums is that they have two singers, Michael Fitzpatrick and Noel Skaggs. Michael Fitzpatrick, who is obviously the Fitz in Fitz and the Tantrums, pulled the members of the band together after writing their very first single, Breaking the Chains of Love. saxophonist James King suggested that they bring in vocalist Noel Skaggs, who eventually decided to join the band full-time after their first show in Hollywood. Noel's voice has made his way around the world long before she connected with Fitz and the Tantrums. As a young artist hustling in LA's music scene as a singer and songwriter, she found her way on a variety of projects. She provided backing vocals and sung hooks on albums by the Black Eyed Peas, Dilated Peoples, and on Nas and Damon Marley's album. Noel could be found collaborating and performing with Quantic, Joey Negro, Omega Watts, Mayor Hawthorne, Ergon, Guilty Simpson, and many more. She made certified classics with her cover versions of Lynn Collins's Think About It with The Lions and Isaac Hayes' Walk On By with The Decoders. In 2003, Noelle even put out a 12-inch single of her own called The Craft with the help of DJ Babu of the legendary Beat Junkies crew. The first time I connected with her voice was when I heard the music of a band called The Rebirth. The Rebirth was a soulful seven-piece band with Noelle as the lead singer. They had a sound that was full of feel-good grooves and uplifting energy. Think of groups like Brand New Heavies, Incognito, and Jamiroquai. After 10 years of touring with The Rebirth, Noelle left the band and took some time off to refocus her career. This part of her journey led her to becoming part of Fitz and the Tantrums. Let's listen to The Rebirth's classic, Everybody say yeah. This is the Excellent Reception Podcast. You know 
done yet. Y'all still clapping your hands over there. Well, thank you once again for tuning in to Excellent Reception. If you love what we're doing here, please spread the word to other music lovers you know. Make sure you check us out at excellentreception.com. And if you haven't done it yet, please subscribe to the podcast so you can be the first to hear new episodes. Also, you can listen to my broadcast radio show, Eavesdrop Radio, in Philadelphia every Friday from 6 to 9 p.m. on WKDU. 91.7 FM or stream it live online at wkdu.org So until next time, this is your host Little Dave, signing off for Excellent Reception where we're always coming in loud and clear with the sounds you need to hear You're listening to Excellent Reception Yes, yes This is not a test You are now in tune to my brother Little Dave giving you nothing but Excellent reception. But don't forget, check myself out along with my brother, Mr. Sonny James, as we give it to you all classics. No ratchet on Across the Tracks. Every Monday night, 8 o'clock p.m., blazing267.com.